Life can get really busy, but we're reminded that when we live the kingdom pace, we not only have time to grow more ourselves, but to also grow closer to our creator. Kingdom Pace is a podcast about the ways we can make sure we're staying alongside Jesus and staying right where we are supposed to be in life. All right. Well, welcome everyone to the Kingdom Pace podcast. It's been a little while, so I feel like (laughs) sleeping. No, (laughs) Um, it's actually been... I don't know, six or seven months actually since we've really gotten together and, and actually recorded. But I think, um, you know, honestly, God uses everything like we were just talking about before. And, I, you know, I think our time in the Word has just really made us aware of what this podcast, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, like meant to me and just for really ministering to my own heart. So, um, we want to kind of get back in at this and kind of figuring out some new rhythms, but definitely going along with, with our kingdom pace and bringing you guys all along for the ride. So um, I'm Jessica, in case you don't know, and with me is Mark. Good morning. So we had the two of us today, and we are starting out in Psalms, which is a little bit different than where we have really been before. Yeah. Um, and specifically, 119. Yeah. Hey, Jess, before we, before we dive in, why don't we give everybody kind of a heads up that um, our, our third wheel, James, <laughs> who we love, just his business is really blossoming right now, mm-hmm. praise God. And so, Amen. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, depends on who's listening, now it's just going to be us. <laughs> but um, For a time. For I a think, time. Yeah. Maybe well, God will add more people. Yes. Uh, anyway, just want to give a shout out to James that, uh, yeah, that, um, he was a blessing to have with us and hopefully he is now living by the kingdom pace in his life. Right. And that really our, our purpose in this is that we, we believe both of us really believe that we can live by God's pace of life on this earth. Mm. And we believe in the kingdom that there is a pace and it's not of this world. Yeah. And that's our goal. Yeah. I, I just was thinking that, you know, during our, our break, I mean, I'll be really honest. Like, there were some seasons where I my pace was definitely off. And it's always, like, it seems like it's such a simple concept. Like, it really, really does. So just think of, like, just walk with Jesus. You know, just really, like, you know, posture your heart towards him. And, um, you know, all of those things that seem like, they're frivolous or they're, they're no brainers maybe, but I got to tell you, like the times when, when I neglect to do those or I I focus on something else or get busy and distracted by other things, man, the impact on my life. And I think that was, that was a really big reason for me. Um, it was like, I, I need to really have honest, like accountability, um, and iron sharpens iron. And so for me, like that is a really big part of this too. Mm. And when I was in Denver, in January and just really, you know, focusing. I mean, we had, um, a training there and for, for two days of the training, it was just all about soul care. And I really just felt like God was calling me like back into this place of, of really truly abiding in him. Cause I think in my head, I think I was, um, but then my heart, it wasn't always like right where I wanted to be and I could feel it. And so 
even like just just getting back from there like it's only been a couple of weeks and and really you know focusing like and asking myself like the hard questions like you know like what is my posture right now like where is my heart um you know thinking of of all those types of things it like it's completely flipped my weeks around again mm-hmm. so it's real it's impactful that's what jesus does yeah and the reason that uh the reason I thought we'd kick it off in Psalm 119 mm-hmm. is I'm not exactly sure where it is, but I know that Psalm 119 is like the center of the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's like a verse in Psalm 119 that is the center. And the one theme, it, it's the longest Psalm. Yeah. And the one thing about it from the start to finish is that um, it's all about the word of God. Mm-hmm. In fact, God's word is mentioned in this more than anything. Right, and uh, you'll appreciate this. So I'm going to read the first verse and the last verse, and this is pretty interesting. So, Psalm one time, Psalm one nineteen one says, "Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instruction of the Lord." Right. Okay. And then listen to the very last one. Um, Says, "I have wandered away like a lost sheep. Come and find me, for I have not forgotten your commands." Hmm. Interesting. God's word in both. Joyful. Even when I'm not joyful, what I know to find joy is to follow God's word. Right. Right. And so just sandwiched in between, the psalm is like, it's kind of like life up and down. Hmm. Right? Good days, bad days. Yeah. But in it, joy is really found in following the word of God. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I, I really like um, is just the, oh, the guidance that this really gives. I mean, it's, it's one thing to be like, you know, just read the Bible, but it it really, like when I read this, it's almost like I'm reading a prayer. And so, um, verse 33, I just, I love this so much because 33, 34, 35, and 36 and my version, which is NLT, it starts with teach me, give me, make me, and then give me again. Mm. And so when I, when I think of this, it's like, it's not just me reading, but it's like, I'm, I'm truly praying to God and asking him, like, teach me these things, give me these things, make me. Mm. And, and that's what I love is that it's not just, a, just idle words. Yeah. It's actual movement that's going on here. Mm. Yeah, that's like 37 I had marked on my, in my Bible. Turn my eyes from worthless things and give me life through your word. It's like there's this comparison there. Anything yeah. outside of the word of God is worthless, right? Mm-hmm. Without, through God's word. And boy, if we don't have a lot of things that can get our attention. Yeah. Right? That are worthless. Waste yeah. of time. That... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like hmm. a fish after a shiny like lure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Not realizing that stuck to that lure is a hook mm-hmm. that could end my life or at least right. cause me a lot of grief. So when I read that, it made me think of our, our office building. Hmm. So um, about a week ago, there was some vandalism that was done. And... 
I mean, I just think like the whole the whole picture of it, like looking back, like yeah, vandalism is really bad, and there there were expensive things that were broken, and that's that's always scary, and and you know, like all of those things that go into it. But then really looking at it, like from, I almost feel like like God's view, like what He looks at when He looks at the earth, and I think of all of these outside worldly things that are always coming at us, always trying to break in. They're scary. We don't ask for them. They just come out of nowhere and they distract us. They pull us away. And then on the inside, what was happening in that building was club was going on. And there are students that are being ministered to and, you know, hearing the gospel and learning about how God loves them. And it just makes me think about like when we stay centered on God's word Mm -hmm. and who he is and working within us, like, He's got us. We're safe. Like we we are we're in with him. And there's all these things from the outside world that are coming at us and trying to get us, but God's got us safe. Hmm. And I just think that like so often, like I think like one of my one of my goals for this year, honestly, like I want to memorize more scripture. Hmm. And it's something that, to be really honest, like in the past I was like, oh, like good for people that memorize. Like hmm. I don't have the time or don't have the mental ability. Um, and it's really like, I've really been challenged thinking more about like, no, it's not about something that I want to do just to say I did this, but it's to truly feel like I have the word of God, like so entrenched in me that, that I I know it, like Mm. it just, it just living within me all the time. Mm. And I think that so much of, of what we read in Psalm 119 is really that promise of that. Mm. You know, you said something interesting that really resonated with me that I'd like to, if we could, I'd like to like narrow our focus around this. Mm -hmm. Because you said a word that I believe that, I believe that people today really gravitate to, and that's the word safe. Mm. Right? Yep. Like if you just, like just briefly, if you just think about our political climate, everything is driven by fear. If you want to be safe, you need to do this. Right. If you want to be safe, you need to believe this. If you want to be safe, you need to believe this expert, right? Like everything, mm-hmm. safety, safety is such a big deal to people, right? Yeah. Um, here's the reality though. There's nothing in scripture that God promises our safety, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the issue is the, the more, here, here's the thing. It's not really an issue of safety. It's an issue of trust. Yeah. Do you trust God? Mm-hmm. If you, if you trust God, if God's will for your life is to still be here until he's done, mm-hmm. he's got you. Nothing will touch you. Right. Right. There's, there's nothing greater that can watch over you. Think of Israel walking through the Red Sea. Yeah. Right. Nothing could have harmed them. Mm-hmm. When God's done with you, you graduate and go home to see him. Right. You get much better than that. Yeah. Right. The enemy loves to use fear mm-hmm. as a driving factor. And, and when we allow fear to drive us instead of faith, we become Christians that are on, on the defense. Mm-hmm. But God didn't wire us to be defensive. He wired us to be offensive. Right. Everything in the scriptures that talks about our protection mm-hmm. is all front. It's because we're meant to go forward. When Matthew, Jesus refers to the gates of hell can't keep gates mm-hmm. are meant to keep stuff out we were meant to go forward we were always meant to go forward because we are on a journey mm-hmm. right and so i just what what when you mention that whoever's listening out there like safety's not a promise 
focus on trust. Yeah. Right? You can trust God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like when I think of like when I think of words that describe God or what he provides for us, he's a shield. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he is our, our shelter. He's our refuge. It's those, mm-hmm. he is who creates this, like the shelter of, of like, of safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is, it's different than us being safe. Mm-hmm. And it's really that reliance on him. Mm-hmm. And I think that the significance is that then when, when hard times come or when we feel lost or we feel confused or whatever it may be, knowing that he's our shelter, he's seeing us through. And like that, our, our trust and our faith is in him and not in, I want to be safe. It really like turns that, turns the focus away from us and what we think we need to more of who is our, our giver of life. Yeah. Like we weren't designed to live in worry. Right. Right. And that's a terrible place. I don't know about you, but I hate worry. Worry is like a bad, I don't know. It's like a bad toothache or something. Yeah. We just don't do well at it. Right. You know, we, we can even see like through, honestly, through doctors and stuff today that stress and worry is one of the worst things that we can put on our body. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus tells us in Matthew 6 that he says, don't worry about tomorrow. Today has enough worry of its own. But he's not telling us to worry. He's saying this. When you seek the kingdom and you realize that in the kingdom is God and in and God is over all things. His kingdom has this pace of life. Mm-hmm. And that pace of life is a life that's not distracted by fear and worry, right? It's, it's a life that's focused and determined yeah. in Christ. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what lays, lies ahead of us, Jesus taught us that you can even have a cross in front of you and still be joyful. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We have that. Yeah, and that is, I, I feel like I always go back to, like, when I do find myself, you know, starting to worry about things, I'm like, where is my level of trust? Like, what, what has gotten me off track or off pace with that? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, really real situations. So, my sister-in-law is expecting their second child, and um, they have some things that doctors, like, you know, there may or may not be some things, you have to, like, really keep an eye on them, and... And she was talking to me and, and you know, as she's sharing with me, her eyes are welling up with tears and I can tell there's, there's worry there. Hmm. And I just asked her, I said, one, like you can't do anything about this. Right. You know, like th- this is completely out of your control. And I told her, I said, you have to remember two things. First of all, I said, you worrying is not helping the baby. It's, it's going to have an adverse effect. So I'm like, you need to like take a deep breath. And I said, and two, look at who you're trusting. I'm like, you have God who put this baby inside you. That's creating life inside you. I'm like, so why do we worry? Why do we get concerned about, well, what if things aren't exactly how they're supposed to be or don't go exactly the way we think? I'm like, he's already doing miraculous things in your life as we speak. Like you being here is a miracle in itself. And so, you know, I just always think like, what is it that gets us, gets us off kilter? And I know like for me, for me, I, I know it's like, it's control. It's like when I, when I feel like I can have some control over something, that's where, you know, it's, it's hard for me to give that up. Mm. And so for me, it's always like, where do I need to surrender more? Mm. Where am I holding on to this? And that anytime that I start to worry, that's what my go-to thing is. I'm like, if I'm worrying, I am holding on to something that I should not be holding on to that I need to give to God. Mm. And I think that, um, you know, and 
it's so easy to think, well, if I worry about someone, it's because I love them. And it's because like, I just love them so much. And it's like, no, actually worry isn't love. Right. It's sometimes the opposite because we're, we're trying to get to get them to be what we want them to be instead of what God wants them to be. Yeah. That's so good. So congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Sister-in-law. Yeah. Right. I'll be aunt. So Again. speaking of trust, just go with me for a second. When you, when you were pregnant with your children, mm-hmm. what'd that feel like on the inside? What that, what's that like? We, you know, as a guy, obviously, clearly we can't experience that. But what did it feel like to have life inside of you? Oh, How would you describe that? Um, the, the first word that came to my mind was, like, honored. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a surreal thing. Um, I mean, it's, it's a weird thing, you know? And it's like, there's a person living inside me. You know, it's kind of like a weird concept to think about. But it's really an honor um, and I didn't even like being pregnant to be totally honest. Mm. So that was just, for me, it was more of seeing it as, as life. Um, and there is, I mean, there's definitely like some, okay, what if I mess things up or, you know, eat something and it does something or whatever it is. So there is always that as well. Like it's an, it's an ever present thought for sure. Mm. So whatever I do to me, impacts the baby. Yeah. Right. So kind of circling around the reason I asked that question was, you know, you probably felt when all three of your children kicked, right? How exciting that is. What it was a reminder to you that there's life inside of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so here's the thing. You had no control over how that child grew inside of you. Right. Absolutely none. Yep. You didn't worry about your entire you probably didn't worry about it every single day. Mm-hmm, right. You? There were probably moments. Yep. And so here's why I bring that up. Proverbs 3, mm-hmm. about trusting in the Lord. Yep. In verse 8, it says that trusting God is like healing to your navel and mm-hmm. strengthening to your bones. That cord inside of you, what fed your child, that was God taking care of all three of your kids. Right. Right. You had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You were just the host, yep. right? You, you, hosted the, you hosted the party. Yep. That's what you did, right? <laughs> so here's why I say that. If trust is healing to the center of who we are, then my pace of life can be wrapped around this. Regardless of whatever I see, whatever I experience, whatever news I receive, God is in control. There's really, which leaves no room for worry or fear because worry and fear are too heavy of a yoke for me to carry. Right. Right. My calling in life is to um, enjoy God and glorify him. Mm -hmm. And part of enjoying and glorifying him is sharing and sowing his truth to others. Yeah. Right. Be an encouragement. Yeah. And Psalm Psalm uh, 119 is all about the word of God. And I, I love when you, you mentioned the word shield and it, it triggered my mind in Psalm three. I remember, it, I remember telling my son this when he was in high school because of negativity that would be thrown at him mm-hmm. and, you know, bullying and, you know, disparaging comments and whatnot that fly, right? Because right. hurt people hurt people. Yep. Well, Psalm 3 says, 
one through, uh, one through three says this, O oh Lord, I have so many enemies, so many are against me. So many are saying God will never rescue him. But you, Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory and the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from this holy mountain. I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety. And I, I, I lean in to, and, and said this to, to my son. I said, Trevor, listen, God is your shield. Mm-hmm. Now, the things that were being what David mentioned when he says, I have so many enemies, so many are against me. Verse two gives a key. So many are saying God will not rescue him. If they were saying that to him, they were also probably saying a lot of things about him. Right. Right. Here's what I want you to here. Here's what I told Trevor and what, what, I, what I would say and try to encourage myself. An arrow has never, right? The sound of an arrow has never killed anyone. Hmm. Yeah. Now, an arrow landing its mark is a different story. But if God is your shield, mm-hmm. can an arrow get to you? No. We tend to be afraid by the sound of the battle instead of recognizing that we have a shield around us. The sound of battle has never killed anyone. Right. And see, that's the enemy is deceptive. Mm-hmm. He always uses sayings and sounds because he's an imitator. Right. He's not a creator. Yeah. He just imitates what God does and he twists it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if we, if we could remember Psalm 119, that everything centers, starts with God. It's around his word. It's just like a whole book of promises, knowing that God can't lie. He's my shelter and my shield. When I hear the sounds of the battle, I, instead of being afraid of that, I can be reminded by his protection. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm just thinking of like, why do we fear anything? Like we should only have fear of God. Yeah. Which is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which that wisdom then helps us discern through distraction. And mm-hmm. I would say that probably the number one thing that, that I deal with in my own life personally is I can be so easily distracted by things that I don't that are not my preferences or things that I don't believe or things that I see that hurt other people. Mm-hmm. And what happens is um, if, if not in check and my pace gets out of whack, I get this Messiah complex. Mm. I'll do the saving. Right. I'll do the rescue. Right. Yeah. And I think that can be so easy in the life of a Christian. But the truth is I'm a dirt bag according to Romans five. Mm-hmm. It's okay. God loves dirt. Right? Yep. He does. He does beautiful things with yes, dirt. You're just sharing that before. <laughs> right. And so the fact that God loves me in spite of me being sinful, I can mm-hmm. totally relax and trust him that when the battle is just raging all around me and I hear these sounds and I hear what people say against me, to your point, Jessica, God is my shield. And the thing that keeps me the happiest, thing that keeps me on pace with him, really in his kingdom, is walking in his word. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Just walk in it or run in it, whatever he's got you doing, right? right. Or jogging, even. If you got icicles on your eyebrows. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So I picture that. Like, yeah. I love this one. ADD just kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's so good. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's, I always go back to, um, you know, just like that word grace. Mm. And oh. the fact that... You know, I just, I was sharing actually this weekend with a student, like, it's a free gift. You don't do anything to earn it. 
it's already wrapped up. You just have to receive it. And I think that's, you know, like God's word is that. Like it is truly created for us just to receive and to really soak in it. So Jessica, turning back to Psalm 119. And I'm going to let you close this out today. Okay. okay. After this, get, get some closing thoughts. But how about this? Starting next week, mm-hmm. we're, how about we talk about, I'd like to talk next week about Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Um, all about rest. Continue, yeah. continue on the journey of trust, right? And here's, here's what we could do. What is rest? And we could, here's some next couple weeks we can tell our listeners we're going to be posting weekly now, right? Mm-hmm. So we can tell them, hey, this is what this is what we're going to start talking about, like a series, right? Yeah. And so how about this? Next, we're going to start with trust and we're going to talk about what does the pace of trust look like in marriage, mm. family, finances, and sharing the gospel, at our, like all the things that make us whole. Yeah. Let's talk about what is what is the what does rest and trust look like yeah. in action? Yeah. And um, I just want to encourage our listeners that they have your, they have our email address, all that yes. kind of stuff. Look, y'all want us to like answer some stuff or just, we're not experts, mm-hmm. but we can point you to the expert. Right? Yeah. And we can walk the word together and uh, hey, send us questions. Hey, yeah. what about this? Or will you talk about this? Or we think you guys are morons. We'll even take insults. <laughs> like, we'll take it all. Um, we're here to walk with you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, because we, we do believe that God's kingdom has a pace to it. Yeah. And we think we believe our world is craving healthy pace, yep. right? So I'll end with this verse and just closing thoughts. This might be one of my faves and um, total Holy Spirit thing. I was going to talk about the verses that you mentioned. Oh, sweet. So I'm glad you brought it up because the Lord had, he had primed your pump for yeah. that. That's awesome. I'll end with this. This can only happen in the word of God. Psalm 119, 45. I will walk in freedom for I've devoted myself to your commands. Mm. The only way to be free is to walk in God's word. Right? Yeah. And we know that that speaks into the New Testament because Jesus says truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. God's word is true. God's word is his promise. It can't be broken. It can't be undone. Jessica, those people that are, that are listening today, they don't feel free. Mm-hmm. They're, they're sucked into vax, unvax. Marriage is in shambles. Mm-hmm. I just got a bad health report. Mm-hmm. My kid, I, I don't, my kid's like really struggling. Right. I'm struggling mentally. Just for those out there that are listening, Freedom just seems like a concept that's unreachable. Mm-hmm. What would you say to him? You know, I, when I think of of not being free, um, like an image comes to mind of like truly being in shackles and like being able to see, like or remember, like what freedom is like, and and it, like you know what that what that feels like, and, and all of that. But like feeling like I have no way to get there. Um, I just feel like not having freedom is is hopelessness and i think that what jesus gives us is the exact opposite of that 
you know, I, and I, there's so many songs about like, you know, him breaking chains and, and there are all these things that honestly, like, it's all like Christianese, right? It's things that for a person that didn't grow up going to church or not a believer, it's like, yeah, that sounds really great in theory, but I'm still stuck. What do I do? And I think it really starts with, you know, freedom truly comes from what am I trying to hold on to? What is it that, you know, you talk about the yoke before that I'm trying to carry on my own that Jesus is saying, I'm right here. I'm waiting for you. Like, just, just give it to me. Just, you know, walk with me in that. And I think that the freedom that comes is so foreign to us because I think that we like to live with some fear. I think we like to kind of live, um, like on the edge and, and there's that, the aspect of it and we don't realize what freedom there is on the other side. We don't have any idea of what that truly looks like, but he can take us there. And, and I think that it is so much just really knowing, um, you know, it says like devoted myself to your commandments. Like there's freedom in that. He, he wants us to live a life of freedom. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. And I, you know, just thinking of our next weeks to come, um, I do think it's really important. One thing that I love about this is, like, we don't rehearse this. <laughs> In case you guys don't know, um, it's kind of off the cuff, and we just kind of go with it. And so a lot of it is, like, we are learning as we're sharing. That's right. And I've read, I've read a lot of books. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I know, like, I am a consumer of content. And so sometimes when I hear things, I'm like, great. Like that sounds really like pie in the sky and, and like something that I can't really get to. And I think that um, our desire is just to really, to be real, to mm-hmm. be, you know, we're, we're doing this podcast with Jesus. Like he is who is seeing us through this and being able to share because um, we don't have all the answers. We're on our own journeys. But I think... You know, when Mark talks about, you know, people sending in their questions or, or what they're struggling with or whatever that we can kind of wrestle through as well, is I, my desire is that this is something that it truly does stir a person up. Um, hmm. Which makes you laugh. I have this note on the top of this. It just says, the desire to know God equals a stirring of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. That when we are seeking, like, he is going to glorify that. Hmm. So, so, yeah, that's kind of my... Yeah. My hope, my prayer with this podcast. Yeah, which um, that speaks in closing that in, in in closing today that speaks to one of my most favorite verses in all scriptures in Second Peter chapter one mm. verse thirteen. Peter says, "As long as I'm in this body, I'm going to stir you up and remind you of the things that you already know." Yeah. Right. And uh, I just also want to say to um, what Jessica was saying, y'all, that. We're human. Yes. And like, it's like clearly, right? Those of you listen, be like, yeah, we know that. <laughs> Gathered. I, I think sometimes though, we, we lose the beauty in understanding that we are just human. Mm-hmm. That's all God asks us to be. Yeah. Just human. Yeah. And uh, we're going to blow it. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to have victories. And I also want to say too, don't feel obligated just to email us if you feel like, hey, you know, I'm struggling with this, like send us your praises too. Yeah. How's God working in your life? We want to share that with other people. And, um, something we haven't done before that I'm going to ask Jess to do today is say like a, a four second prayer for y'all mm-hmm. that are listening. Yeah. You end this today just with, 
thanking our Jesus. Yeah. Thanks. I'd love to. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, Lord, just for the time that we get to spend in your word, um, for the time that we have together, Lord, just to, to be able, like I said, just to sharpen each other. So God, I just pray for everyone who's listening today. Lord, I just pray that these words continue just to stir in them, to strengthen them. Lord, you are our refuge. You are our shield. So be with us as we go throughout this week. And we are just so thankful for um, your son, Jesus, that you sent to us, Lord. Thank you so much for the sacrifice on the cross. We pray all this in his holy name. Amen. Amen. Keep the pace, y'all. Peace out.